Hey y'all, it's Angel Victoria, the go-getter, your big sister and accountability partner. Welcome to We Win Wednesdays, where we win, 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 no matter what, in the kingdom of God. I'm going to be walking you through practical insights to live successfully as a believer in this lost world. Y'all ready? Here we go. Hey y'all, hey. It is almost the end of the year, y'all. Can y'all believe it? It's kind of like, <laughs> it was just January and we're about to go into a whole nother year. This year went by pretty fast. You know, that ought to tell something. We can talk about the end of times all day, but um, it's just showing us, you know, we need to be intentional about what we do. I woke up this morning like that, had a situation that went on, um, not even a situation, but Yesterday, I believe, was Christmas. Well, Monday was Christmas. And I worked on Monday. But I came home. And I felt really, really sad. And I just sat there and I, you know, I had made some pot roast the day before. So I could have a meal to come home to. And, um... I ate some and I was getting ready. I was started to watch a Christmas movie, but I think my sadness overtook me. And, you know, we have those times and those days where we feel like that and we don't know, you know, what's going on. And you, well, to me, I call them, I, I say, I'm ready for a whole new day. So I go to bed. I went to bed really pretty early. <laughs> and I woke up very different. Before I went to bed, I, you know, I was just sad because um, I really, you know, knowing me, I do most of the reaching out, the most of the calling to people, different things like that. But only, I couldn't even say, I can count on my, my first three fingers, people reached out to me and said, Merry Christmas. And I was just disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I was disappointed. Um, and I was like, you know, what's, what's really going on? And am, am I just people just that out of tune with me or, um, have I done anything? You know, I just started going through the list and then, you know, we get on face. I got on Facebook and you know how we can get up there and we can just dive in too deep. I didn't do that, but I was scrolling through and I was just watching everybody enjoy their lives. And of course, you know, that made me even more sad because I was like, God, like I'm thankful I have my family, but you know, all my family, they they don't live around here. I used to, my brother and his family used to live here, but they moved. And then, um, honestly, just people I consider friends are doing their own thing. And I'm just like, God, <laughs> I, I did say what's wrong with my life. You know, my boyfriend is probably the only consistent thing right now in my life and outside of God. And I'm just kind of like, you know, he's, we're long distance. So it's kind of like, Oh, <laughs> this is so sad. <laughs> 
And so I just had to, I was thinking about it so much that I just decided to go to bed. I decided to go to bed on that note. And I woke up, like I said, different. I woke up realizing I have taken probably the last three years of my life of just getting out of toxic things and getting out of uh, places I did not need to be or places I was just tolerated um, or places I was just misused or just places where I was just there. Same thing as tolerated. And I began to, God began to show me, Angel, you, you've done this for your life and for yourself. And now you're seeing those who care for you and you're seeing those who don't. It's time to rebuild. There's, those are his exact words. I was walking in our garage here and that's all I heard was it's time to rebuild. You've tore down and now it's time to rebuild. And I just, in my heart, got really excited because, you know, there's a lot of times where we do something or we pray for something. And when it happens, we're kind of like, we don't know what to do or we don't realize or remember that we've prayed for that. So this is like a fresh, clean slate. And I began to drive to work and thank God, like, okay, I see it. I see it. I'm grateful. And yes, I'm sad because, if, you know, I'm going to always check myself first. Did I do something wrong or does anybody even like me anymore? You know, things like that. And when he showed me that, I said, oh, okay. So it's time to rebuild. We've been doing this 40 for 40 challenge um, in, in our 40 for, 40 for 40 challenge group that we do every year. And our theme this year is come out of hiding. What happens when you come out of hiding? If you just think about it, imagine yourself coming out of hiding. You don't know. We, well, we don't know how long you've been hiding. We don't know how long you've secluded yourself or isolated yourself um, for whatever reason. But now you're out. It's kind of like a person when you see on a show or a movie where they come out of a, maybe a cave or a basement where they've been hiding for a long time. They kind of put their hands over their eyes and squint because they've been in darkness for so long that they're not used to the brightness. When you come out of hiding, you, you'll be in a whole new world that you don't know of. And the one thing you don't want to do is try to go back to where you were because you probably feel like maybe that's a safe place. But I can think about a lot of things right now, things I've walked away from, things that I've gotten out of. Sometimes we're tempted to say, you know what, let's try it again. And we go back and we get hurt. <laughs> but this time, I want to encourage you all. If you're coming out of hiding or you're in a rebuilding stage. Really, really, really be intentional. You have a clean slate where you get to start all over again. You get to start fresh. You get to start new. I was talking to my mom the other day. Um, and she brought revelation to me. You all know about my transition for work. 
she brought this revelation to me. She was saying, talking about, um, you know, my job and how I was, you know, some things I was dealing with on it. And I, all of a sudden, I just said, I've been there for 18 years, you know. And then all of a sudden, I was just like, 18 years. Usually, the age of 18 is when kids get out of high school and go on their own. And I realized I'm 18, work-wise. I've been at this place for 18 years. And it's time to leave the house. We talked about that, I believe, last week. It's time, well, no, no, not last week. I talked about that on my Facebook page. I went live about it. But it was time to leave and time to get out of the house and rediscover or discover who you are as an 18 year old now entering into adulthood. And I felt like I'm coming out of hiding from my job. I've been hiding under um, that job for a long time. And yes, it's scary to come out, but you're coming out squinting and holding, you know, your hand over your eyes like, oh, you know, this might be a little bit too bright. It may seem a little scary because all this stuff is new. But God wants to do new things in our lives, not just because it's the new year, because God does not see years. He doesn't see, he doesn't look at that. God wants to do something brand new in your life. You know, he says, behold, I make all things new. And we have to be willing to take on his newness for us. We have to be willing to come out of hiding. We have to be willing to rebuild and build like he asks us to build and build the way he tells us to build it. Because, you know, we can sit there and try to do it on our own, but <laughs> God's way is always the best way. I see this as a new slate, a clean slate. I get a whole clean drawing paper and I get to rebuild and do new things. And yeah, it can be scary. It can be like, uh, <laughs> what do I do? But you all, I just, I, I don't know how to explain how I felt this morning. I just felt refreshed. That's what I can say. I felt finally okay with it all. Okay with not having what I used to have and doing what I used to do. I mean, y'all used to do a lot. I used to do a lot of ministry. I used to have a lot of friends around me. Like seriously, I had a, a big group of women around me. I was all, everything was ministry, 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 ministry. You know, I was traveling and on on tour and you know doing plays and making album and music and all that stuff and it's just not me anymore and people always ask when are you gonna make another album you know <laughs> one of my mentors prophesied over me and he told me that singing would just be a hobby and in my head I said I rebuke that in the name of Jesus I'm going to be singing the rest of my life, doing albums and doing art. 
And y'all, it's not it's not that it's not in me. I still lead praise and worship in my church. But I'm not I'm not even I don't even sing like I used to sing. And I'm talking about like physically sing like I used to sing. You know, I, I love worship and I I'm thankful for the voice that God has given me. But I'm not that girl anymore. And I'm okay with it. I'm not less blessed because I don't do it anymore. Those were seasons. And I enjoyed those seasons. I enjoyed the seasons of having many friends around me. I enjoyed the seasons of acting and I love acting and I love plays. I enjoyed the seasons of doing um, women's encounters and retreats. I enjoyed those seasons, but I'm not that girl anymore. I'm in a whole new world and I'm not less blessed because of it. I'm grateful for rebuilding and I'm grateful for um, new things in life. I'm grateful for all of that. And I'm excited about what God's going to do this year. I want you all to be okay with the changing of seasons. I want y'all to be all right with what God has asked you to do. A lot of times we stay in things that we don't need to stay in. We stay stuck. And that's not where we need to be. This new year is coming up. We have only about four more days. You know, I, I'm a strong believer in not waiting for the new year to start. But to allow myself to prepare for it early. I take the last 40 days of this of the year. The last past four years I've been doing it. But I prepared early. That I go into the new year knowing what I'm ready to do. I don't wait for a word on the 31st. I don't wait for somebody to prophesy over me. I seek God myself. And he shows me. I'm not going to live in vain this next year. I was talking to a friend. And we were talking about being intentional. This year, I'm going to be very intentional with my life. Especially if I'm rebuilding. I have to be intentional. I love as we've been reading in Exodus, how God told them to be specific in what, how to build um, the children of Israel, how to build certain things. To make sure to have the altar this way, to make sure this was located here, make sure this was this color, use this kind of wood, use this kind of material. And that's what I want to do because I'm getting up in age. I'll be 44 next year. And I have to make sure that I'm intentional now. I believe, you know, in your 20s, you're still kind of discovering 30s. You've learned a lot of lessons. When you get to your 40s, it's like, hey, it's either now or nothing. <laughs> it's either now or nothing. And I'm seeing that for my life. I've had my fun. It's not that I'm not going to have fun. But I've had my times of just discovering and wondering. And now I have to be intentional with my life, with everything, everything from um, business, um, relationships, friendships, different things. And it's not that you're discounting anybody or anyone. 
But you want to do your life well anytime. But when you, especially when you get older, you, your life is, it, it's dwindling, to be honest. We don't know how long we'll live. And we don't know how long God has us on this earth. But being intentional at the end of your life is very important because it's not just about you. It's what you're leaving on this earth. It's what the, the legacy that you have. And it's not just with children. It's with your business. It's with um, people who surround you. It's with your ministries that God has blessed you with. Um, it's just you have to be intentional. You have to be focused. You have to stay focused and building the right way is very important. You have to make sure that what you do will last and it will stand firm and it will stand the test of time, the test of time that it's on a steady and strong foundation. You have to make sure that what you do lasts. And of course we know that only what we do for Christ will last. We don't need any leaks in the building. <laughs> we don't. And so these last part, this last part of this year, these last few days, look at your life. See what things need to leave and need to go. Where do you need to be intentional at? Where do you need to, or who do you need to remove? And you have to be okay with doing that. Like, what is not serving its purpose in your life? I think this generation says, what's not serving you? But what's not serving you? And who's not serving you? And it's, it, since some people, it can be that you're, you know, it's not fair. You shouldn't, it's not about treating. It's not, that's not wrong to remove things. If you have a sore thumb, what are you going to do about it? If you have a, a, a hangnail, are you just going to let it hang? No, you're not. It's causing pain. It's causing trouble. And if you keep it in too long, it can cause infection. You got to make sure that you have the right people surrounding you and you can have acquaintances, acquaintances. It's okay. It's fine. But know who needs to, you know, be in your life or not, who you need to keep close and who you don't need to keep close. I've learned that over the years and I used to be sad and doing it, but it's okay. Now I'm like, I understand. I think what I got, I got on myself because I felt like maybe I just did it wrong, but I didn't. I took the last few years and just did what most people are afraid to do. And that set boundaries. Be okay if everybody's not in your business. Be okay if you have less people in your life than you used to do when you were younger. Be okay with staying to yourself when you need to. And be okay with just having a few people know your life. 
Um, it was told to me when I was younger that the older you get, the less people you should have in your life. Meaning, and they said that you should be able to count on your one hand how many people you have in your life. At least that much. You don't need much more. And I see what they were saying. Because at first I was like, it's great to have a lot of friends. But I was sharing with my boyfriend. I said, babe, you know, I used to think that I needed all these people around me. I said, but people are a big responsibility. People are a huge responsibility. And I'm I'm tired of being responsible for adults. I'm tired of babysitting adults. I'm tired of um, having to fix things because I've always been the fixer, the listener, um, the comforter. I, that's not my job anymore. It's not my job anymore. And I love people, but it's come to the point, the, the older I've gotten or these past few years, people just, you know, doing what they want to do and saying that's who they are. That can make a person bitter because you're trying to change. You're trying to live a certain way and then they stay the same. It, it's for the birds. And yes, people can change, but I don't have to wait around for them to do it. Did you hear what I just said? People can change. I believe everybody, anybody can change. Anybody can change. But I don't have to wait around for them to do it. Period. That is what hurts a lot of people. They wait around for somebody to change. And that's not, you know, you see that with women who stay in relationships and they're being abused or they're, they're in a toxic relationship. You see women who are married and their husbands abuse them. Men who are married and their wives abuse them. And they stay because they believe they can change. And I'm not advocating for divorce, but they don't even separate until that person gets themselves together. They stay there. And there's women that women that I know I haven't heard of many men, but women that I know have lost their lives because of that abuse and they stayed because they felt that person can change and it cost them in the end even in those situations I believe that person can change but I don't have to stay and wait for them to do it We have to realize that that goes with the, your relationships that goes with jobs. If jobs are not treating you right, your bosses aren't treat, treating you right. There's somebody else out there that needs a person like you. There's somebody else out there that wants somebody of your caliber or your uh, ability and talent and giftings. There's somebody out there that wants you and will appreciate you. I've been in many situations where, and a lot, unfortunately, where I've been in a place so long that I've been, I'm just, they're used to me. So they treat me any kind of way. And don't, I don't know how many, I never mind, I'm not even going to get on that topic. Because I can go in on that one. They can treat you any kind of way because they're used to it. Oh, Angel will do it, so it's cool. 
oh, Angel won't mind, so it's cool. In the past few years, I've been walking slowly away from those things because I just will, I will not be tolerated. I want to be in a place where I'm appreciated. And that's what you should do for yourself. And, and let me talk to you because I know most of the listeners that listeners that are listening right now are believers, are Christians. They believe in God. They believe in Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior of this world. That includes you. God commands us to be nice and to be kind. He commands us to turn other or turn our cheeks. Y'all, we only got four of them. What happens when we run out of cheeks? What happens? God doesn't tell us to stay in a place to be abused and misused. And there's times, honestly, God will keep us in a place and it seems like just everything is coming against us and all that kind of stuff. If God doesn't keep you in a place to grow you, to prune you, to do whatever, walk away. Stop playing yourself. Allow God to move you and heal from whatever is going on. God does not put us in abusive situations. I don't care what nobody says. He does not. And I don't care who it is. Stop glorifying people. Stop glorifying pastors and churches and all that kind of stuff. Y'all see what's going on out there. Stop glorifying people because they have a title. Glorify God with your life. God does not put us in abusive situations. He's not a man that he should lie. He doesn't go against his word. He does not cause us harm. He doesn't allow people to hurt us like that. People can hurt us, but God does not put us in in places to be hurt. He does not. Humans do that. Sin does that. People who are carnal do that. So make sure this year you're intentional in every area of your life. If you're in an abusive place, and I'm not just talking about physical abuse, spiritual abuse, um, verbal abuse, move away from that situation. Separate yourself. Separate yourself. You're not going to be able to do what God has called you to do in this situation. Again, I'm not talking about divorcing and all that kind of stuff. If you need to separate, then you talk to God and to your spouse. But I'm talking about friendships, jobs, relationships, things like that. Separate yourself and be intentional in becoming who God called you to be. That's what I'm saying. Make sure Not just waiting for the new year to do it, but start now these last few days thinking about who God called you to be, who God created you to be, and how you're going to walk in that. I've already started that, y'all. I've already started jotting down things. I've already printed my pictures to put on a vision board. I don't do New Year's resolution and things like that, but I put up pictures to remind me of what it is that I desire to do in this life and what I believe God is calling me to do. I'm already ready and preparing myself. Now, I don't have everything, but I do know some things that God is showing me. It's time to build God. Guys, sorry. It's time to build, guys. It's time to to begin to put your hands to the plow. Be intentional with your lives, y'all. 
2024 is going to be an amazing year. But it's going to be amazing because you're intentional. It's going to be amazing because you're taking your life back. And you're aligning it with God. And you're doing things on purpose. Be intentional. Be a purposeful person. Don't focus on anybody else and what they're doing. Focus on what God called you to do. And it always brings you back around to others. It does. Healthy me's are healthy. Healthy me, excuse me, leads to a healthy we. It does. When you're healthy, others will be healthy. Do the work, y'all. I love you. Happy New Year's. Hey, y'all. Thank you for joining me here on We Win Wednesday at KPMM Radio. Y'all, come hang with me. You can find me any other day over at Amazon or Spotify with the Crown Song Podcast. I'll meet you there.